spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast, and it's my honor today to have as my guest, Teresa Gilpatrick. Teresa has a really interesting story, and she's also got a new job, and so we're going to learn about what she's going to be doing in the future to encourage women to become more involved in racing. So, Teresa, welcome to the show, and hopefully, I think we'll start with a little bit of information about yourself so that my listeners can find out a little bit more about you, who you are, and and some of your interests outside of racing. So just uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Melinda, thank you for asking me to be here. I'm very honored. Uh, Any platform that encourages women to get behind the wheel, I'm all about it. So kudos to you. Uh, I'm a Los Angeles native, and I was lucky enough to grow up in the golden age of cars in Los Angeles. And uh, I remember growing up and reading my dad's General Motors stock report and just being fascinated. I could, um, at a very early age, tell what kind of car was coming toward me by the shape of the headlights and the grill. And that was a real badge of honor for me. And I grew up in an all boys neighborhood. So I grew up playing t-ball and football and baseball and collecting Hot Wheels. And um, to this day, just really enjoy the world of cars, not only because I love cars, but I love people in the car world. I think they're amazing. Um, So I've had a great journey. I've been very privileged to play with cars and have that as my career most of my adult life. Um, I've come up through the Ferrari Club of America, um, showed and collected cars and restored cars and had the pleasure of driving some in the vintage era and some of the more current ones and uh, have some definitive favorites. But through the cars, have met some great people and had great experiences. I worked for Gerald and Carol Rausch with the Ferrari Market Letter, and that gave me a great, um, a great view and insight into the history of Ferrari and that incredibly romantic history of Enzo Ferrari and how and why he built his cars and got the chance to uh, volunteer at the national level with the Ferrari Club and get to know some great people. And uh, from there, worked at an IT firm for a little bit and then pivoted to uh, working for the Ferrari Club of America. I was executive director for 10 years and had the great privilege of working with some amazing people. When you, uh, when you come out of a volunteer environment like that, you grow to appreciate what car people put into our club to make it go solely for the purpose of other people having a great time with their cars. And it's a lot to admire and it's a lot to respect. And I had a great experience. I met some incredible people who are close friends to this day. And uh, I have a 25 year old son who is a huge gearhead and has been from the time he was tiny. Um, I'd throw him in the backseat of one of the older V12s and take him around at night when he was teething just to knock him out because he was so tired. Uh, But now he has people who will come up to him and say, I've known you since before you were born. And it feels like family. And I love that. Uh So uh, 
from there through all of that career path here, I find myself at Skip Barber Racing School as the membership program director and what a great gift that is. So I'm enjoying that thoroughly. And here I am today. Wow. So that that's a very interesting career. I can't even imagine. And what I love most about what you said was that it's the people you met. I hear that pretty much every podcast. You know, if you ask a woman, what's what's the her favorite thing about being involved in racing or her job or whatever? It's not it's not usually the cars or the adrenaline. It's the people. And Mm -hmm. even if you're you know, if you worked at Ferrari and then you left, you still have all those friendships. Those don't go away just because you're in a new position. So I, that's the best thing about motorsports, I think, is the people you meet and the lifelong friends you make. Absolutely. And they love that sense of connection. Uh, I think they're the most giving, sharing people. Uh, they love to share experiences. And if they see someone who is new to it, they make the, the doors wide open. It, it's an extraordinary experience to watch people get to know other people and to have those new experiences. And it's, who do you want to meet? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? It's a lot of fun. So it is, it is a lot of fun and it gets in your blood and then you just can't get away from it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. So why don't you tell me a little bit about um, your your new position at Skip Barber, and then tell us a little bit about the racing school because, like I, I mentioned to you, I I mean obviously I've heard of it, but I don't really know a lot about it, and so um, I may be in the minority, but maybe not. Maybe there's a lot of people that have wondered what exactly is the Skip Barber Racing School. So why don't you share about that? Well, thank you. Uh, The Skip Barber Racing School is over 40 years old. It was founded in the late 70s by Skip Barber himself, who was dedicated to creating great drivers. And uh, he worked not only with uh, the average person who just cared about cars, wanted to drive better, wanted to great skills, but he worked with the race car drivers who had an awful lot of respect for his skills. And he built a wonderful company on the platform of his name, uh, based out of Lime Rock, uh, the great track in Connecticut. And uh, over time, uh, uh, time maybe wasn't so kind to to the school. It uh, foundered just a little bit and it's gone through a few changes of owners, but uh, the DeMonte family purchased it uh, a few years ago and they are dedicated, absolutely dedicated to bringing the, the brand back. And they have brought incredible dedication to its academic approach to driving not only for race car drivers, because they are uh, an outlet to get your SCCA racing license, but they are also dedicated to creating good team drivers, great women drivers, um, people who want to race recreationally or just want to enhance their skills. They also create really great private days, private coaching days for family reunions, for companies as team building exercises. And it's an out of the ordinary experience at some really iconic spaces with instructors who are unequaled. Uh, The DeMonte family has a a real dedication to selecting the best of the best to represent them on track and their instructors are the finest. Uh, Kirk Dooley is their chief operating officer and he came out of Indy and you can't ask for better. Um, There's a very um, respectful, uh, very um, forward thinking, 
um, and a very collegial atmosphere there. And it's a wonderful place to work. I'm very, very lucky to have landed there. Um, I have been brought on to develop their national member program. They have 350,000 alumni, wow. but they've never before created a community with that alumni. And a third of the starting grid at the Indianapolis 500 uh, 2018 grid were Skip Barber grads. Uh, you wow. could, the, the list of alumni is extraordinary. And so our goal is to create a community and to bring people together, to offer them um, as a group uh, experiences and training that you can't get elsewhere, access to online tools, access to instructors, access to special events, we're going to create an alumni weekend at an iconic track and bring everybody together and not all 350,000 of you at the same time, please. Uh, however, a really good group to come together and really celebrate what Skip Barber has meant to so many people for 40 years. So uh, we're, we're very excited about all the possibilities of this and the membership program will launch in August of this year. Wow, 350,000 people that, and, and really, you know, in 40 years, if you divide that, I'm a math person, you know, you divide that out. That's a, that's a lot of people each year. It is indeed. They will be, they will offer over 200 instructional days this year and over 10,000 students. And that's between the formal classes and the corporate and private events that they do. And even for the fun events, it is still an academic approach. You come away having learned a lot and people are blown away at the end of the day. They'll start with, oh, I don't know about that. I can't drive a stick, they fix that. Um, I've never driven on a track, we'll fix that. Uh, it's autocross, it's driver skill and um, people just have a great time, but there is such respect for the brand. It's amazing. The name Skip Barber really resonates. And, uh, the DeMonte family is very firmly focused on, on polishing that and, and keeping the history going forward. So. so tell me about, let's say that there's a private event. So they bring the cars, they have the cars there for you to drive, or is it more virtual? What, tell me what that looks like. Uh, Skip Barber is a traveling road show. Uh, they have the semis, they have the cars, they have the instructors, they have the catering teams, they have the event planners, the whole bit. So, um, for instance, one of the tracks that they go to quite a bit is Circuit of the Americas down in Austin. And so Skip Barber will have a contract for a certain number of days at that track, and they show up with all the semis, with all the cars, the Roush Mustangs, the Formula cars, uh, the Nissans for the Haggerty Drivers Academy which is autocross on a, you know, on a flat surface, on a, on a parking lot pavement. Um, and they will bring in all the equipment, all the instructors, all of the catering. All you do is show up as your group and they make the day for you. And so they make it very easy. They do have programs where you can bring in your own car, but um, those are prearranged. And for, for people with a, an elevated skill set or people who want to elevate their skill set, uh, for instance, with some exotic cars, they, they can do training for that as well. Wow, that's, that's just amazing. I mean, uh, this sounds really like pathetic at the moment, but I drove my son's race car. It was like a street stock around a track and nobody else was on the track. And, and, you know, I was, I was in my, I was maybe 60, I'm 65 now. So it's been probably five years ago. And um, you don't realize, and that's just, that's just small time, you know, but you don't realize 
everything that goes into getting behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. And, and there was nobody else on the track and I was just buzzing around, you know, and then I was thinking if I was out here with 20 other people, this would be scary. Yeah. It would be scary. And so I never did actually drive in a race and I never will now because I have lots of back issues, but, um, that was, that just sounds like so fun to me. I mean, I can just see lots of women that I know that I think would love doing that. And so you're not, you're not just trying to get women involved, but I know you are kind of focusing on reaching out to women as well as the men. So are you going to have anything special in mind to try to get women interested in coming? Absolutely. And thank you for asking that. It is a real focus for me. I mean, um, Skip Barber, to its absolute credit, is completely gender blind. They want everyone to be a great driver, to be comfortable behind the wheel and have great skills, really appropriate skills. But a, a key goal of mine is to create some great events for women to come together and have a day together to network and learn together and have those great life experiences and as you just referenced and it was a really good point that you made it's a confidence builder it's an absolute calm you know to go from i'm not sure i can to absolutely i did and wow that was awesome i want to do that again and i made great friends and i made business contacts so yes i do want to produce a number of those single days or multi-day events where women can come together at a great track and learn and have a great time um, it's a real focus for me. So about 90%, 90 to 95% of Skip Barber's clients are currently men. I really want to move the needle on that because we are 52% of the market mm -hmm. and we have, we control budget and we have careers and uh, there is no greater confidence builder or team builder than getting behind the wheel and having these experiences. So I hope to get more women behind the wheel. That's awesome. And I, you know, I'm going to put the bug in here. I'd love to be involved in some of those events, getting women there, because I just think that not only is my passion too, but what fun that would be um, to, to get involved and do some of those things. Um, yeah, you know, uh, as you go to the racetracks, NASCAR or any other track, there's more and more women in the stands. And when you said, you know, we're 52% of the buying power, I just read an article not long ago that women make the majority of the decisions in the home. And I had, I had a conversation with someone who we were talking about sponsors, like for NASCAR, why we don't see more products geared towards women. And I'm not talking feminine products. I'm talking, you know, things that like, do they buy Green Giant or they buy Del Monte Green Beans or, you know, whatever it might be. Why don't we see more companies that women are making those decisions instead of so many companies geared towards really men. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just think that the more that women feel like they are included and accepted and wanted at those events, the more they're going to show up. And then once we get them to show up, what we do know is that they're going to become a fan of racing. And if we can get them in a car, Mm -hmm. and even just do a few laps by themselves around the track, mm -hmm. what is that going to do for women in motorsports? It's just going to explode. Absolutely. It's very empowering. I mean, I, it was a great thrill for me to watch Beth Peretta's journey this year at, at the Indy 500. And I stood up and applauded when Moneyline signed on. Um, they are about educating women in finance, controlling your finances, 
And so, like you said, it, it doesn't have to be feminine products. It can be a uh, career. It can be money. It can be purchasing a car. Uh, it can be uh, IT tools. It can be it can be anything. Right. Um, but to move that needle back towards center, um, it doesn't really even have to be products focused at women. It can be general products, but yes. it doesn't have to be quite so male skewed. So it, it's going to take some forward thinking. But I would tell you that in my experience, uh, men and women are on board with that conversation. Mm -hmm. I've had more collaborative conversations. People are really engaged in it for the right reasons. And I, I really do honestly believe there's a lot of forward motion on this. So it's, it's an exciting time to be putting these programs together. Oh, it is. And, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard today, but um, Trackhouse Racing purchased Chip Ganassi. The, um, the NASCAR portion is all uh, big, big news in NASCAR today. And and, you know, so, and, and when I watched the press conference, they were talking about that, you know, now's a great time to be involved in NASCAR because that's what they're involved in, but in motorsports in general, because mm -hmm. I just feel like one, the pandemic took all of that away from us. And, and now if you look at um, Nashville, it was a sold out crowd. You look at Pocono, they sold more camping spots than they've ever sold ever. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep going like that because we had it ripped away from us and we couldn't go and we couldn't be there. And we took, I think we took that for granted that we could just buy a ticket and go to the track and watch the race. And, and now since we're able to go back and do that, I see more and more people becoming interested in what we're doing in motorsports, what women are doing. Um, and I just, I just love that it's on the upswing. Whereas mm -hmm. before the pandemic, I think you were hearing, oh, NASCAR's, you know, they're losing their fans, they're losing this. And now it's just the opposite. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with what you're doing, it's only going to encourage women even more to become involved in those events, Be even if it's becoming a better driver on the street, right? Mm -hmm. There's things that we can all learn, I'm sure. And especially as you get older, there's things you've forgotten and you probably need to brush up. <laughs> Well, and I think as we get older, we get a little lazy and complacent, uh, and that's, that is a bad deal. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with a refresher. And uh, I, you know, you touched on a really interesting point. There are some amazing Skip Barber grads who are women. And I, a key thing for me would be to get some of those female alum in front of other women in women's groups. I think it would be very inspirational. Mm -hmm. And it runs from Lynn St. James, who has had an extraordinary career. And I've had the pleasure and honor of listening to her um, give some very inspirational talks lately that are really key. They give great insight into her strength and determination. And then there are some young women coming out of Skip Barber right now. I look at Lindsay Brewer, who is a fantastic driver, um, and she's got a way of engaging the younger generation through her Instagram and how she works for social. Uh, and so there's this entire gamut of women who I think would be very inspirational in front of a group of women coming in for a corporate day or a personal day who think, well, this is unusual. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be. Right. Um, it's very doable. It's very achievable. So um, no time like the present to jump in and, and take a look at all this. We'll see where it goes. Absolutely. So it's interesting that you mentioned about having like a panel of women or whatever, because <clears throat> in 2020, 
I was working with quite a number of tracks to have events at NASCAR races is where we were working last year. It, it's not limited to that. It just happened to be, I had some connections there and that's where we were starting. And that's exactly what we were going to do. We were going to have a panel of three to five women and have a special event where we really tried to get women's groups to come to the track for it, for the event as an outing for their group or, you know, uh, invite women whose husbands typically come, but hey, ladies, we'd like you to come. We want you to come and see what we're all about. Well, of course, pandemic shut us all down. So um, as of this year now, now that we're starting to open up, we are going to be in Bristol and working with Ashton in Bristol for an event, but same thing that you're doing. Get those women in front of some some experienced women. Mm -hmm. And and then when they see that an 18-year-old can do it and a 60-year-old can do it, then there's no limit. Age is not not anything that's going to stop them from doing something really fun and cool in Mm -hmm. motorsports. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Another passion project I have that's been a lot of fun to work on is that I spent a lot of my adult life in car clubs. I've had the great pleasure of being in the Ferrari Club for 30 years and the BMW Club for maybe 10. And uh, I have an Audi, so I joined the Audi Club a few years ago. And um, so observing and volunteering and then working for uh, those that volunteer space, um, it's pretty much male-dominated. And so I decided as a passion project that I would reach out to the National Car Clubs and create a women in leadership council. And so I connected with women in the Porsche club, the Audi club, the BMW club, the Ferrari club, you name it. And we have a quarterly Zoom meeting and we are creating initiatives for, pardon me, women in the car clubs to either get leadership skills, connect with other women, create events for women in the car clubs. And we're going to do a survey for the national clubs about what women would like to see in car clubs. How could they get more involved? What events interest them? What kind of driving skills do they want to build? Um, Are they interested in leadership? And just try to build that voice. And then if we can all work together and create events for them to take that next level as a group, I think that would be a real powerhouse. I think women do um, a great job of collaborating Mm -hmm. and they, they want to network. They want to build those friendships. And there's nothing like going to an event, an IndyCar race or a NASCAR race, and you see familiar faces and just building that experiential moment. So we're really looking forward to that. It's been a great project to work on. And, you know, we're just um, boots on the ground, building it from boots on the ground. And it's been really rewarding, really fun. That's really, that's really very cool because I honestly didn't even know that there were those kind of car clubs. So um, there's probably not one for women who drive Dodge trucks because that's what I do. But um, (laughs) I love it. I love it. But, you know, um, what a great opportunity for those women who probably would have never met or collaborated with each other. And now you're bringing them all together. And, you know, just, just think about what that event's going to look like when you get all those women together. That's going to be outstanding. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. It's, uh, we have everything from the micro mini car club with Fiat Jollies and, and Mini Coopers and so on and so forth, up to uh, the Corvair club, the Ferrari club, you would, the Mustang club. They're all represented. They just care about cars. They are truly car people. And they're looking for ways to connect 
connect the next generation, bring other women along. Um, it's it's about time. Yeah. And uh, it's a, we make great leaders and we're very collaborative. We lead collaboratively. And uh, I think we have a lot to give to the car clubs. Uh, some of the clubs are struggling a little bit, frankly. Um, they need a little bit of a goose. They want some more members. They need more activities. And this is a great way to grow. And back to your earlier point, there are a lot of businesses who could benefit from connecting with the car clubs and reaching the other half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do make a lot of decisions and uh, there's a lot of spending power there and there's a uh, good opportunity to market. There's opportunity for everyone to benefit. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that that's true because um, I, I know a couple ladies that actually, when you said about the Mustangs, I didn't realize it was, and maybe it's not a Mustang club, but there's like on Facebook, there's a group and there's some ladies in there that I've met who are Mustang enthusiasts and you know, they love showing pictures of their cars and tell them where they've gone and all those kinds of things. And so I'm sure that those clubs are very similar to that. And I would guess you could probably go to Facebook or Google and type in whatever kind of club you're looking for and you should be able to find it. Absolutely. That's one of the best platforms there is for connecting with other car people. It's uh, it's fabulous. It's visual and it's fun and it's easy to connect. And Instagram is great for the visual, but Facebook makes a great connection platform. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So Teresa, tell me a little bit, um, you know, when you look back on your career someday, if you ever quit working and you retire, you look back and you, you say, I'm proud of that. I did this, or I, I left a legacy about this. What would you want people to say about you when you're when you're um, ready to retire and they look at the things you've done to help women in motorsports? Wow. Um, good question. Um, I guess it, it, I, I would be very honored if, um, if I were remembered for creating the kind of collaborative community that allowed everyone to come together and, and appreciate cars. Uh, I feel like we're kind of in the golden era of the automobile and I don't wanna lose that. Um, just to be able to create opportunities for everybody to come together um, where men's and women's contributions are equally celebrated. Mm-hmm. And if we get to the point where it isn't unusual for a woman to be part of something, that it isn't remarkable, it simply is. And I had a hand in that. I think that would be fantastic. I do too. I th- and I think you're headed that way from the sounds of things that you've got planned and that you're in the process of you know, working together with other people. It sounds to me like that's kind of where your path is gonna lead, lead okay. you for sure. Thanks, yeah. I, I would hope so. I, uh, all kudos to the Skip Barber team. They are all ears. And they're innovative thinkers and they're wide open to these ideas and and very excited. And we have a lot to do, um, but I think it's absolutely doable with them on board. I think it's great. So thank you. That's that's great. So why don't you share with us if if we want to know where the Skip Barber School is going to be, share with us how we would find that out. And then if someone wanted to connect with you, if you're okay with that, how would they connect to you and have questions or say, hey, I want to help. What can I do? That kind of thing. Well, thank you for that. Uh, to start at skip 
barber.com and you can look at the calendar and you can search by month, you can search by track, uh, and you can find out what programs are available there by day, by what, um, and as Dan DeMonte, the CMO loves to say, we follow the sun. So we have fixed space at Laguna Seca and Lime Rock, but then the roadshow basically goes south in the winter and north in the summer. So certainly we are near all of you at one point or another. Uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, please do so. It, uh, it's my name, which is a mile long, so I'll pre-apologize, uh, but it's T-H-E-R-E-S-A dot G-I-L-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. So Teresa dot Gilpatrick at skipbarber.com. And anyone is welcome to reach out, ask a question. I'm here to help. And uh, we would love to put you together with Skip Barber and create another great driver. That sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm sure and I'm hoping you're going to get some ladies that reach out and, and men too. We're not, we're not just about the ladies. We, we love the guys too, but you know, in my position and what I've tried to do is to connect and celebrate women because sometimes they don't get the recognition. And so, um, but for what you're doing, men, women, whatever, you know, um, you're all encouraged to check that out and be a part of the Skip Barber Racing School. So um, that's pretty exciting. So Teresa, any, anything I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share or some last words? Oh gosh, um, you've asked some great questions today. I really appreciate this. Uh, just uh, if you're hesitant to get behind the wheel, don't be, please. Um, the Skip Barber team is incredibly professional and uh, they will make anybody comfortable. I just, um, we just would encourage anybody to give it a try. Uh, if there's a great way to get over the fear factor and that's to put one foot in front of another. Um, I thank you for today's opportunity. This has been an awfully fun conversation and uh, I think we covered a lot of territory. I think we, we had a great conversation, but thank you. Yes, we did. I really, I really enjoyed learning more and I've, I've learned a lot today about things that I, I didn't know anything about. And so I always love that when I can take, take things away and then I can go Google and look up and learn more after we have the conversation. So I appreciate you sharing about all those things. So um, Teresa, thank you for your time. I know you're brand new in your job. So I know that your time is probably, you're being pulled all different directions, but I really appreciate that you spent the time with us today. And if I can ever help or share anything about what you're doing, you just have to reach out. And that's what I'm here for. Well, thank you. We would love to talk again and, and whatever we could do to help you to get your message out. Um, let's talk and collaborate. And um, I think we could have a lot of fun. So let's see where this goes. I thank absolutely you. agree. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for this. It's been great. I appreciate it, Melinda. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.